You did it. You fix it. You caused the problem. Now you fix the problem. That's often our attitude, isn't it? Especially when it comes to problems within our own families. And at times, my brothers and sisters, it's the right attitude. Because the person we're dealing with needs to learn to be responsible for his or her actions. Sometimes you parents say that to one of your children. You did it. You fix it. You messed this up. Now you need to straighten it out. And that's okay. But you see, at other times, God wants us to respond differently. He wants us to do what we can to fix a problem, even though we haven't caused it. He wants us to do what we can do to make a bad situation better. And for whatever reason, maybe because of laziness or selfishness or even anger, we refuse. We say things like, well, he did it, so he should fix it. She brought this upon herself and upon all of us, so she needs to make it better. This morning, on this feast of Our Lady's Immaculate Conception, we should thank God from the bottom of our hearts that Mary, our Blessed Mother, who is called frequently the New Eve, we should thank God that Mary never said that about the wife of Adam, who was the original Eve. Because you know what? If she had, we'd all be going to hell when we die. Do not pass go, do not collect $200, go directly to hell. That would be the case for all of us. Let me explain. When we say that Mary was immaculately conceived, we mean that from the first moment of her conception in the womb of her mother Anne, she was preserved by the grace of God from original sin. The saving grace that Jesus would later die on the cross to give the world was given to our Blessed Mother beforehand. How can that be? Well, very simple. God is not limited by space and time in terms of what he can do. One little aside here. This means that the Gospel text we just heard from Luke 1 is not the story of Our Lady's Immaculate Conception, as many people mistakenly think. I was talking to a man in the parish just two days ago. He told me this story and he said, yes, that's Our Lady's Immaculate Conception, right? I said, no. What we just heard was the story of the virginal conception of Jesus in the womb of Mary at the Annunciation. Again, the Immaculate Conception refers to the conception of Mary in the womb of her mother, Anne. So you might ask, why is the story of the Annunciation read on the Feast of Our Lady's Immaculate Conception? Well, very simple. Because Mary's Immaculate Conception prepared her to be the pure vessel through which the Son of God would come into the world. Mary's immaculate conception, in other words, prepared her 
for the Annunciation and for everything that would follow after that. Now, when Mary agreed to this, when she agreed at the Annunciation to become the Mother of God, when she said those beautiful words to God through the angel, Be it done unto me, O Lord, according to your word. She had to know that she was saying yes to something that was very difficult. Those of you who are parents have many challenges in raising your children. Mary had a unique set of challenges because her son was a unique phenomenon. I mean, how do you raise a son who was conceived through the power of the Holy Spirit? How do you give motherly instruction to the creator of the universe? What do you teach him? What can you possibly teach him? And what if you make a mistake? What if you fail to do for this boy what God wants you to do for this boy? What consequences will that have for you, for your family, for your town, for your nation, for the world, for history itself? Mary didn't have it easy. And then the difficulty of the job was confirmed. If there had been any doubts in her mind whatsoever, it was confirmed. This was a tough job. Several months later in the temple, when the prophet Simeon told her, Mary, a sword's going to pierce your soul because you're the mother of this boy. Which brings me back to something that I said earlier. Today we should thank God that Mary never said about Eve, she did it, let her fix it. As we sometimes say about other people, Mary never said it, although she could have if she had been like the rest of us. You see, when God spoke to Mary at the Annunciation, he was really asking her to help him fix a problem. A big problem that had started way back in the Garden of Eden with Eve. And of course, with Adam. Takes two to tango. Took two to tango in the garden, too. We heard that in today's first reading. It was the problem of human sin and its effects. But think about it. This was a problem that Mary had not caused. Nor had she added to it in any way as all of us add to it by our own personal sins. Mary, lest we forget, not only was immaculately conceived, she never, ever, ever committed one single personal sin throughout her entire life. So knowing how difficult the job was going to be, Mary could have said to God through the angel, Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Lord. I didn't cause this problem. It is not my fault. So why are you asking this of me? I did not bring sickness, evil, and death into the world through sin. Eve did. So let her fix it. Or at least let some other sinner do the job, somebody who's doing evil in the world and causing problems in the world right now. The next time we are asked to help fix a problem we have not caused, 
which may happen today. It's a very common thing for us to have to deal with. The next time that happens, it would be good for us to do three things. Number one, we should think of Mary. We should think of her yes to the Lord at the Annunciation. A yes that was repeated over and over again throughout her life. We should remember that she took on an incredibly difficult role in helping to free the world from the problem of sin. Although she herself wasn't responsible. Even though she was immaculately conceived and perfectly sinless, she took on the role. Secondly, we should pray to Mary and also pray through her. We should say, Blessed Mother, I have been asked here to help fix a mess, a big problem that I had absolutely nothing to do with. Like you were asked to help fix a problem that you had nothing to do with. Ask God to give me the grace of discernment. Discernment. So that I'll know the right thing to do. As you knew the right thing to do 2,000 years ago. And thirdly, finally, we should imitate Mary. And say yes. And do whatever God wants even if it's difficult.